Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815-863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. This is our Labor Day weekend show, and we got a little bit of a throwback to the 70s, Philip, for a couple of reasons. First of all, 1978 was when that was number one. Grease uh, by Frankie Valli was number one on the U.S. singles charts, sold over two million records in the U.S. It was written by by Barry Gibb, actually, for Frankie Valli. But, and then, of course, the other thing, um, we haven't had a chance to mention this on the show, but the recent passing of Olivia Newton-John resonated big. That that one hit you pretty hard, didn't it, Philip? It, it really did, you know, because, you know, a young guy, when she really hit the charts, you know, she was a heartthrob. And, and, you know, you think about it, that was she was one of the first of two uh, 45s that I bought, you know, Hey guys, yeah. back then we had 45, you know, records. And so, um, she was one of the first, uh, 45 records that I ever bought. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was sad, uh, the, the, her passing, but, uh, she battled cancer quite a while and, um, was successful for a while until those last, uh, couple years. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Her and Glenn Campbell, those are my first two 45s. (laughs) I love it. I know. You told me that. Rhinestone Cowboy, which my my two sons are 10 (laughs) and 12, and they... They will play that song on there. You'll hear them say, Alexa, play Rhinestone Cowboy. (laughs) It's so funny. Oh, so it's still. Believe me, in 1978, I wasn't thinking anything about Alexa playing anything. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Probably (laughs) not. But oh, my goodness. All right. Fun way to to start off the show with a little uh, music from Greece. And we do have uh, some some different things we want to get to here on the show today. And again, Philip. this is Labor Day weekend, so a bit of a long weekend. So I just want to point out also you get a, a bit of a shortened work week here coming up, which is which is nice. Yeah, we do, which is kind of nice. You know, we uh, actually, as folks are listening to this, so we are, you know, taking a little break and a little downtime. So we're excited about that, and, and we'll talk about that when we get back. But it's, um, yeah, it's Labor Day, and let's not forget what that really stands for. You know, it was a day for those that, that had worked hard and to take some time off. And so uh, enjoy your Labor Day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, always always good to have a little uh, family time when you can get it. And uh, uh, one one more uh, long weekend and a, an extra day off school for the kids. So those are always, <laughs> always a good thing. Um, Philip, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the economy right now. Um, and this number, my gosh, this really hit me. Thanks to a down economy, Americans have lost a collective 3.4 trillion dollars from their 401ks and IRAs in the first half of 2022. Um, so, my gosh, uh, you know that that number really got my attention. But you know, after the pandemic, conflict in Europe, a spike in inflation, fears of recession, it, it probably has not surprised you to hear a number like that and to know that we have had so much volatility in the markets this year. 
Well, it is, you know, if you, and it really didn't start hitting until probably about the fourth quarter last year is when we really started to see the, the decline coming, even though the fourth quarter was a good quarter, the market is a, a precursor, right? It looks ahead at values and it started to slip in that fourth quarter of last year um, and really slipped fast um, when 2022 started. And so we've seen a rough first half of the year. Now, July was good. It was a nice little rebound. Uh, but I got to say, August has been a little bit of a, a roller coaster ride and um, a few up weeks and down week. And so, and I think there's more volatility to come in this marketplace uh, before it's all said and done. Yeah. You know, here's the other thing about 40% of workers put retirement planning on hold during the pandemic um, it, because they're, they're worried about some of these different things. Some of these different things like volatility seems like the wrong move to put something so important on pause. How do you help people get back engaged and get serious about planning and saving for retirement? And I can kind of understand that, Jen, you know, because it, it gets a little bit um, frustrated, right? Because you start planning and then your plan kind of blows up because the market takes a crash or, you know, you, you things change. But I tell folks, we, we got a plan. You know, plans are made to be shaped as we go. But the closer you get to retirement, if you're five years out from retirement, you've got to start planning to wait is not going to be good. You know, you may not like what you see, but you still got to start putting those plans in place today so that you'll be ready to retire in five years from now. If you're already retired, man, you got to be careful of what you're doing and how you've got things invested because this could take a whack out of your current income. Right. These things can cause your income to take a hit. How do you help people avoid missteps with their money as they prepare for retirement? Help them navigate around some of that. Well, I think when we when we talk about to, to our clients about income planning, we want to make sure that that we've got things put in the right buckets, right? And that's what's important is that so many folks are counting on the stock market for their monthly income, and that can be a problem, you know. Especially the volatility we're seeing right now, if they need to take money out and the market is down then they're automatically taking a loss on some of those funds that they're needing to take out. And so that's where when we talk about risk analysis and making sure we have the right amount of risk in our current portfolio, part of that is we want money safe, set aside that, that we can't lose. And, and that's all part of that process. And that's why we developed the core retirement design to help people really and truly design the retirement they always dreamed of. You know, and it starts with that risk analysis, knowing how much risk you have in your current portfolio and making sure that it matches up with the amount of risk you need and the amount of risk you can handle. Sometimes those are two different things that we have to have that tough conversation about. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. Folks, there's no obligation. There's no cost. 30 minutes, you and I can have a conversation. We'll answer your questions. We'll see where you are and see if you're on the right track for that retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And uh, Philip, there's a new retirement survey showing 44% of retirees say expenses in retirement are higher than they expected. I know you say inflation is something and, and just making sure that people can afford their current lifestyle. This is something that you hear people having concerns about. How can you help people prepare for some of those higher costs that they might encounter in the future? 
You know, Jen, honestly, it's it's tough to prepare for the numbers we've seen here recently. Nobody ever thought we would be back to this 8 9% inflation number. But if you don't account for inflation at all, then you're really going to be behind the eight ball, right? So we allow for and prepare for inflation by building that into our income plans, you know, making sure that we've got bumps in income coming in to help offset some of that inflationary numbers. I mean, and our numbers are bad right now. Now, they're still at a 40-year high. Nobody knows what they'll be in a year or two years from now. Um, but we're not the only ones battling it, right? We're, everybody else is too. I, I saw uh, this week that uh, the UK is probably going to have 18% inflation the first quarter of next year. So, we're all going through it right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about some of the strategies that we can use to help make sure our income will last as long as we need it to last in retirement, because we will encounter things like higher costs and, and potentially higher taxes. This is going to keep happening throughout our retirement. It is, you know, and, and inflation will come and go, right? It, it'll be up, it'll be down. Um, we're kind of spoiled because it's been so low for 40 years that this big jump is is hit us off guard. Uh, but taxes, we know, Jen, we know taxes are going up, period. You, you know, in 2026, it's already slated. It's there. And so that's why when we look at things like income planning, we want to take into consideration what taxes are going to look like. You know, does it make sense for folks to look at Roth conversions and such as that to try and reduce taxes down the road? Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. I think taxes, what I do know is taxes are probably the lowest that you and I will ever see right, um, right. right now. They're going to go up. And so we put together an income plan just for that. So, and, and here's the thing, you talk about things like taxes as a concern for people, the cost of, of prices on everything. Only 22% of Americans, Philip, who are close to retirement believe they've saved enough. 44% of retirees today say expenses in retirement are higher than they expected. So you out there listening, you're not alone if you're, if you're just not sure if you've saved enough for retirement. Philip, this is something a lot of people are worried about, right? I know, yes. A lot of folks are worried that they haven't saved enough or that they won't even be able to retire at this point. And you probably don't have a written financial game plan. But really, a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable just by putting it on paper, what it looks like for you. And we have a process that helps you create an income strategy And we start with what we call our core retirement design, where we help you put things down and look at where you need to be down the road. Help you look at your budget. What does that look like? Nobody likes that word, but you got to look at budgeting so that you can have the retirement you always dreamed about. We'll look and uncover the main risks that are posing a threat to your retirement. Inflation stock market volatility, the potential tax increases and knowing when they hit and what they're going to look like, at least in 2026. And then again, rising healthcare costs. Learn about options for generating income in retirement and, and learn how to keep your current standard of living in retirement, even as costs continue to rise. Folks, give us a call for our core retirement phone consultation. 30 minutes, ask us the questions that you want answers to. We'll look at where you are and see what things need to be tweaked if you're on the right path for the retirement you always dreamed of. 
give us a call at 863-285-3815. And let's make sure that you're doing what you need to be doing, especially if you're five years out from retirement or if you're already retired. The key, folks, is this, the five years before retirement and the 10 years after retirement. Those years are crucial in making sure that your plan lasts as long as you need it to. Again, the number is 863-285-3815. Give us a call right now for your core retirement design phone consultation. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Coming up next, there's no way to truly prepare for something as devastating as the death of a spouse. But today we want to spend some time talking about some of the steps you should take if this happens and how you can make sure you and your spouse are on the same page with your finances. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a... 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And what we want to talk about here in this next part of the show is is tough, but it's a really important topic. There is no way to truly prepare for something as devastating as the death of a spouse. And it's important for you to understand that you probably won't be capable of making solid financial decisions in your grief. That's why we want to spend some time today talking about the steps you should take if this happens to you and how you can help make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page with your finances. Because, um, Philip, I know you haven't uh, lost your your spouse, obviously, but you've seen this happen before. And, And the truth is, we don't always make good, solid financial decisions when we're grieving. So this is why we talk about planning in advance, right? It is. And it's important that, that folks understand what happens. And and typically it's the husband that passes away first, but not always, right? Sometimes it's the other way around and, and the husband uh, isn't prepared, right? They've prepared their spouse, their, their wife for that case, but sometimes they haven't prepared themselves. And 
and it is important to understand and to know um, what can happen or, or what does happen uh, when a spouse passes away because it affects a lot of different things, right? It, it affects our financials and our financial situation. There's a lot of things that have to be done with IRAs and those type of things. Taxes, people don't realize what it does to your tax situation. Mm-hmm. It, it can be, um, you know, I've had uh, clients that it's been painful when they've had to switch from married filing jointly to single. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. And trying to strategize how to reduce those those costs when it comes to taxes and then income, right? Sometimes we lose income when we lose a spouse. And that can be a problem if we haven't budgeted for it, if we don't have the right account set up to take care of it. All these things um, play into uh, this whole planning process that needs to be done in case, well, we know it's ultimately going to happen. Somebody's going to pass away. Right. Um, and, and we got to be prepared for that. Right, right. And, and we will certainly get to some of those changes in income, taxation, all of that. There's one other point I want to make here, Philip, and here's why we think this is such an important conversation to have, especially for uh, couples out there who are listening. The World Health Organization says women tend to live between six and eight years longer than men on average. So that means not every time, of course, but most of the time, wives will outlive their husbands. And, you know, again, in, in my family, actually, it's been the opposite. My my dad outlived my mom, so it, it was the opposite for us. But still, you won't likely both pass away at the same time. How do you help couples understand that reality with their financial planning that more than likely one of you will outlive the other and more than likely it will be the wife outliving her husband? Well, I think we look at, um, we we dig in by looking at income sources, right? What's it going to do to their income? And um, if there's a pension involved, you know, we, we ask the question, is there widow's benefits tied to this? Because if not, then that changes the whole realm of planning we have to do to prepare for that spouse passing away. Um, you know, we look at Social Security and, and what those numbers look like there. And here's the thing I want to mention, because people don't take this in consideration when they start thinking about when they're going to draw their Social Security. And it's become one of the main things I look at now, because People are retiring so early now. They're taking their Social Security at 62, and they want to, why shouldn't they? Well, you know, when you pass away, your spouse will get the higher of yours or their Social Security. And so just in a planning process, waiting until full retirement age is going to give your spouse a boost in income down the road. And so, you know, we don't think about that. But it is one of the things that, that I think about a lot and make sure that people realize that it can be a planning tool in knowing when to take Social Security just for that one reason. So those are some of the decisions that we want to be thinking about and um, some of the, the big changes that can potentially happen uh, if something happens to our spouse. Um, as we continue this conversation today, if you hear something you'd like to get some more answers on, 863-285-3815. Just want to take a moment to give you the phone number to reach Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services. Again, that's 863 863- 285-3815. Now, Philip, for people who are not working with someone, let's kind of shift gears here for a moment. For people who are not working with someone, they don't have a financial professional, they maybe don't have a financial plan, 
Talk about what do they need to do when something happens to their spouse? Who who do we need to notify? What needs to be done? Because unfortunately, there are tasks that we have to do even when we're dealing with the death of our spouse. Uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, there are um, things that we need to make sure that, that we walk through. Uh, the first would be to, you know, call your attorney. Mm-hmm. Make them aware of the passing and and then you'll need to sit down with them and determine what needs to happen there, right? Do we have to open a probate or do we have a trust? If we have a trust, what has to happen next in terms of um, uh, removing a trustee and, and, and putting the remaining spouse as a sole trustee? Mm-hmm. You know, do we need to update our um, successor trustees? A lot of things have to be done in the legal realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hopefully you don't, you know, you've got things either jointly titled or in a trust, so you don't necessarily have to go through probate um, because that can drag on for a while too. Oh, sure. You need yeah. to contact the Social Security Administration so that they know. Now, a lot of times I know that um, the funeral home will, will contact the Social Security Administration, but you need to go ahead too. Mm-hmm. Make that contact the Social Security Administration and, and see what your options are. If your Social Security is less than your spouse's, then you need to make sure that you're in line to, to pick up the higher of the two. That, I mean, that's going to be a big deal when we, when we look at, you know, providing income. We, we need to um, find our wills. If, if it's a different attorney, you know, sometimes people have moved down here from up north and they, they got their wills and stuff done up there. They didn't update them down here. So you need to try to locate those things. If you're still working, you got to contact the employer to let them know. And then the other thing that people don't realize a lot of times is, you know, especially if you haven't retired yet, if, if you're, you, you're not actually retired yet, then you may need to contact a former employer Mm, to determine if there was a pension there that they may be um, entitled to. And if they were entitled to it, then, then it, it would bridge over to you, the remaining spouse as a possible source of income Mm -hmm. uh, through that pension. So, so we want to contact former employers that, that we may have having a pen may have a pension out there that, um, that we didn't realize. Right. Right. Um, you know, if your spouse served in the military, check with Veterans Affairs to see if there's any benefits there uh, for, for widows, widowers. You know, the, and this one's a hard one. Um, notifying insurance companies, because a lot of times we don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody may have bought, bought an insurance policy, you know, 60 years ago. Or I've had a couple of these cases happen now where, where I have a client that's probably 80 now. And their parents bought them a policy. Oh, okay. When they're uh-huh. very young. And so, you know, and so trying to figure out, and this one's really fun, trying to figure out what the name of the insurance company is now. <laughs> right? Yeah, I all mean, the hands have changed yeah, over the years. Yeah. Exactly. They've changed hands so many times. And and that can be a a, a challenge to, to determine what, what that insurance company is now. Who bought them out? Mm-hmm. Where is that mm-hmm. policy actually at now? Um, you know, we need to update titles. You know, if the automobile was in one spouse and not the other, then we have to update those type of things, mm-hmm. um, deeds, and then, um, bank accounts. Oh, yeah. that can be a problem. Gosh. You yeah. know, we need to 
update all our accounts, our our joint bank accounts, our investment accounts, our credit card accounts. Um, all those things have to be uh, taken care of, and we need to let the banks know. Now, I will just put this out there: um, is I really encourage clients to keep a joint account for six months to a year. Um, Cause you just don't know when you, you know, a check may come in. Sure. That's. So their joint. name still needs to be on it. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we encourage our clients to keep an account open for a little while um, for that, for that purpose solely. Um, you want to contact the three major credit bureaus. You know, that's the main source. One of the main sources that people get um, information is, is somebody passes away and they'll, Figure, okay, nobody's going to be looking for that person. I'm going to assume that person's identity. Oh, yeah. And so, some fraud there. Huh? Yeah, exactly. So we want to make sure we contact the credit bureaus and let them know that they passed away. And so there should be no credit applications coming through for that uh, uh, spouse that, that passed away. Mm-hmm. And then you want to meet with your accountant, your tax preparer, because you want to be prepared for taxes. Mm-hmm. What can I do today to be able to file a joint return? What things do I need to do? What things are my benefit? Because as a joint return, I get a better tax bracket. I get more income. So what options do I have and what might I need to do? And then the next year when I'm going to be a single taxpayer, what do I need to be doing? Mm-hmm. What things do I need to be looking at? What do I need to expect to have to pay in taxes? because of that status change um, in my life. You know, it's not fun. Nobody likes to do those things. And I know the first six months, nobody runs through this whole list, right? It it takes a while to walk through that list. Um, But listen, that's, I mean, our clients, we help them walk through that list. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that's probably one of the advantages to having a financial professional by your side to walk through some of these things with you and, and to help you get past some of these things that need to be done. Because we developed our core retirement design in order to help folks really and truly design the retirement they always dreamed of. Now, no, this doesn't sound like it's a retirement you've dreamed of, right? A spouse passing away. Mm -hmm. But it's part of the process. You know, you need somebody there to help, and that's what we're here to do. Help our clients get through these tough times just like this to be there coach them through folks give us a call at 863-285-3815 and put us on your side to help you through your retirement process that's 863-285-3815 talking today with philip statler he is president and ceo of statler financial services we've talked a little bit about some of the the agencies and institutions that need to be notified we know you need to notify the irs and the social security administration after your spouse passes away so what does happen with your taxes and your social security when your spouse dies philip will walk you through some of those changes coming up here in just a moment this is the statler financial radio show we'll be back If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. 
to barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With social security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And today we are talking about a rather difficult but awfully important topic, and that is what to do when your spouse dies. What what types of things do you need to be taking care of from a financial perspective? And it's tough because, Philip, nobody wants to be thinking about a financial to-do list when they're dealing with their grief. But it's it's an unfortunate reality. And one thing that we want to point out here before we get back into this is there are some things that we have to do quickly. There are some things that we just have to take care of. But then from a financial perspective, there are others that we want to slow down on, right? Yeah, exactly. So there are. So so we want to act quickly on things like sending death certificates to financial institutions, especially your investment accounts, um, credit agencies, IRS. You know, do this as soon as possible. And the funeral home will likely help with some of this stuff mm-hmm. as far as applying for the death certificates and those type of things. Um, and then once somebody dies, there's a kind of a lag time until all the financial institutions and government agencies can update their files and so this can be a window of opportunity uh, for fraudsters to really take advantage of you. So yeah. we don't want that to happen. Um, and then we want to slow down on some other areas, right? We don't want to make any big financial decisions. You know, some financial professionals say, look, let's uh, the period right after death or the spouse should be decision free. Like a lot of folks are like, when do I sell my house? Should I sell my house? Mm-hmm. Well, I tell folks, look, wait a year, yeah. you know. Let's address this a year from now. Um, you know, and the, then the other thing we need to kind of slow down on is, you know, only really and truly address what I call critical financial triage mm-hmm. in the wake of a spouse passing away. Um, avoid major investment decisions, real estate decisions, um, any significant financial gifting, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Let the dust settle. Make yeah. sure that you're good, you're on the right path um, before you take action on any of those type of things. Yeah. Just good to, to kind of keep that in mind. And like we said earlier, you most likely will not be making your best decisions when you are grieving. And so some some good advice there, Philip, some things to keep in mind. Uh, for a more long-term perspective, though, let's talk a little bit about, Philip, some of the changes that we can expect with things like a pension or Social Security. How might our income situation change if something happens to our spouse? Well, so a couple of things are going to happen, right? So when a spouse passes away, it comes to Social Security, right? That's 
that's a lot of folks' main source of income. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say for some people, it's their only source of income other than their investments. Um, so you think about that, all of a sudden a spouse passes away and oops, that income's gone. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Social Security, the, you get to keep the higher of the two. So th- that's that's good news there. We get to keep the higher of the two. Uh, the bad news is we, we lose one. And that can be devastating to some people who are on such a fixed budget, that um, fixed income, that's all they have. Mm. The other area that we have to look at is pensions. Because pensions have some options that had to be made at the very, very beginning. And and the option was, do I take it as a single life, meaning the pension holder's lifetime, meaning it would die when he died and there would be no more money paid out after his death. The second would be a survivor benefit. Now that survivor benefit may be 50%, Maybe 75%, it could be 100%, right? But And that's an option that would be chosen when you get ready to retire. Mm-hmm. And so we need to know what that is. I mean, you need to know what that is because we, you've got to plan what retirement is going to look like now that that spouse has passed away. What are my sources of income? What are my sources of, uh, ex- what, you know, what expenses am I going to get rid of? Because here's what I've seen. The... A loss of income is typically more than the reduction in expenses, mm, mm-hmm. meaning that, you know, the remaining spouse is in a deficit uh, from where they were as a joint household. Right. And, and so you know, that can be a cause a major impact on somebody's budget. Yeah. And, and a change, you know, sometimes we have to change lifestyle and that's not fun to have that conversation. But sometimes that's the conversation that we have to have. Yeah. And and let's just talk a little bit about why that is, because, it, you know, for some things, Philip, your expenses will go down a little bit, but it's not as if your energy bill or whatever just cuts in half. You know, it's it's not going to be a clean cut in half. So that's that's yeah. why we think this is so important to talk about. Exactly. You know, your 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 household expenses aren't going to change, right? Your your, your utilities. Yeah, the mortgage or whatever doesn't cut a little half. bit. Yeah. Your rent, your mortgage, it doesn't change. Um, your property taxes aren't going to change. Your insurance isn't going to change. Maybe you had two cars, you can get rid of one car, and that cost and that insurance. Um, healthcare is where you'll see a change, right? Because now you only have one supplement and and one person going for medical treatment. So, so you may see a little bit of an adjustment there, but overall, you know, I'm going to say, go out on a limb, say probably 70% of our expenses aren't going to change because they're, they're fixed costs to provide for a household food costs. Well, it's going to change some, but not, it's not going to cut in half. Right. Right. So, um, so we still have those things that we have to to look at um, from that standpoint. Yeah. Just some of those things that we want to be mindful of. And again, this is where we don't want to be making assumptions. Philip, what do we need to know as we are trying to come up with solutions here to making sure that our spouse and or loved ones will be okay? What do we need to know about life insurance as a tool? Is it just as simple as have a have a huge life insurance policy and then we're good? Or what do we need to know about that um, as far as one of the tools we might use to make sure that our spouse will be okay? 
So life insurance is a great tool, right? And and that's where if you have permanent insurance, it really helps out there because as as we get older, you know, a lot of times people take out term insurance. And so maybe it's a 30-year term, the mortgage is paid off, and, and then we don't have much insurance left after that, where permanent insurance stays in place your whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, this is where it can really play a big role because- income is going to get lost, right? If you have a pension that's going to go away when you pass away and Social Security is going to go away, then then it's important that we have that discussion and make sure that we've got something there that's going to help replace some of that income. Maybe not all of it, but at least some of it, you know, because that's all we're going to leave our spouse with in terms of income. And, And they still have to live. And we don't want to make them destitute because we we lost a spouse and and you know jen this this stuff's not fun to talk about it's just not but it is something that is important it's something that people need to realize and they they need to think about what happens if one of us passes away what's life going to look like for the remaining spouse and we need to take steps now to put our spouse in a decent situation if you pass away. It's tough to do sometimes, but if we can do it, we need to take those steps to make sure that we're taking care of our spouse when something happens to us. Right. And and for so many people, the biggest question is, how much do I need to save to retire? But it's followed closely by, will my spouse be okay if something happens to me? Everybody wants to make sure, Philip, or, or I would think most people want to make sure that their spouse will be provided for, they will be okay financially. And you think about factors like inflation and stock market volatility and higher taxes, those factors make that an even more difficult question to answer when your question is, will my spouse be okay, right? That's right. You know, we want to make sure that the spouse is going to be okay. But it is a, it is a, a question that, is, that comes quite frequently. Um, I, I will say this, and it's not a fun thing to talk about, but, but as folks get older or their illnesses take a bigger effect, it becomes more and more important as to what's going to happen to the remaining spouse. Uh, what type of things are we going to put into place? I had a client that sat down with me probably two or three weeks before he passed away. Sat and brought her, brought her in because sometimes you know once things are established, you know the husband especially will just basically. The wife doesn't have any interest in the financial part, so he'll come meet with me. But this time, both of them came in. He said, I just want to make sure my wife's going to be okay. And we walked through the whole plan and and put it all together. And yes, everything's going to be fine. They'll be okay. Um, and you know what? That gives them a peace of mind to know that that spouse is going to be taken care of when they're no longer here. 
Right. Because people are they they just want to make sure that everybody will will be okay. And this is why, Philip, you have a whole process uh, for helping people analyze where they are right now. And then after you've gotten a better handle on their family situation, uh, what's going on? You know, are they married? Is there a spouse that would need to be provided for? Do they have inheritance goals? Even if they don't have inheritance goals, what do we do to make sure that the to help make sure the income will last? You have a whole process that um, addresses a bunch of different areas of financial planning. Just walk us through what this looks like to help make sure that we have done enough to, to help make sure that our income will last. Well, you know, it, it starts with our core retirement design, where we look to make sure that the amount of risk they have in their current portfolio truly lines up with the amount of risk that they can handle and the amount of risk they really need in their current portfolio. Second, we want to make sure that they're going to be okay when it comes to taxes, right? Uh, it, not just today as a joint household, but even as a remaining spouse, what's that going to look like for them? And then we help create that retirement income plan, that written document that says, here's where our money's going to come from. And we can at any point in time cancel out somebody's income and see what it looks like. What happens if John passes away? and we lose the lower Social Security, what's that going to look like for them? We can walk through those scenarios and make sure that they have the peace knowing that they're going to have the income no matter what happens, Jen. And, and that's a, I think that's really the key when it comes to retirement planning is having that core retirement design so they can have the retirement they always dreamed of. Look, if you don't have anything in writing for your retirement plan, Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. 30 minutes, I'm there. Answer your questions. Find out if you're on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. I know this has not been a fun topic today, Jen, but it's a topic that people need to think about when it comes to retirement planning. It's more than just creating the income. It's making sure that both spouses are going to be taken care of for the rest of their life. Give us a call right now at 863-285-3815 to walk through our core retirement design. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. We've got one more segment coming up on the other side of the break. We'll get into a little bit more fun stuff on the other side. Stay with us on the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. And right now we are in our Statler Financial Time Machine. And Philip, I'm going to have some fun here with this because what we like to do in our Time Machine segments, we take a look at a year in recent history. We talk about what was going on in that year. Um, I'm going to have you guess what year we're traveling back to for for our time machine segment this yeah, week. Jen, I, I, heard I heard that snicker. I heard that snicker in your voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard fine. that snicker in your voice. I know, I know. I'm 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 going to have a little fun with you here, but I I won't I won't make it too terrible. So here's your first clue, Philip. If you're ready, um, okay. this was one of the top grossing movies of the year that we are going back to. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! <laughs> I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! So Spartacus, I guess. Okay. Yes, it sounds like it. <laughs> it definitely. sounds like it. So I just Spartacus have to pick the there. decade, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, do you, do you want to try to guess or do you want me to give you another clue before uh, you? Yeah, give you, me another okay. clue here. All right, here's another one. Uh, this one I think will be pretty familiar to you. It's now or never. Come home time. All right, a little Elvis for you. So this was the year Elvis came home from the army and he recorded It's Now or Never. How's that for a clue? Okay. Not a very helpful clue well, yet. Well, that, it, it, <laughs> hey, it, it, it changes the decade that yeah. I was looking at. So, yeah, it's a definitely uh, it changes the decade okay. for sure. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to okay, give you one, one more. more. So okay. this year was the year that we met one of our favorite families in history. The Flintstones debuted in this year. What do you think now? Well, I don't remember ever not having the Flintstones on TV. So that makes it a little difficult, see? They've been around Um, forever. Yeah. So I'm going to guess, because this will truly be a guess. I'm pretty sure we're talking about the 1960s. Uh Uh-huh. in the 60s. Yeah. 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 Um, And with Elvis, since I I remember where I was when he died, I I can kind of backtrack a little bit. I'm going to say 1967 that is very close it is actually just straight up the year 1960 really yeah yeah far back yeah elvis recorded it's now or never in 1960 flintstones debuted in september of 1960 the top grossing movies were spartacus swiss family robinson and psycho which is too scary for us to play here on the air (laughs) so 1960 is the year that we want to talk about here and let me tell you philip what some things cost back in 1960 Gas was 31 cents a gallon, a postage stamp was 4 cents, and the average cost of a home was $16,500. Can we just talk about that for a second? How on earth did you have a whole house for $16,000? gum, you can't even buy a, a decent used car today for $16,500. Right. Right. I'm guessing, Philip, do you ever have that conversation with people and ask them if their um what is it if their last vehicle costs more than their first home if their most recent vehicle i mean there's a lesson there in inflation right oh definitely definitely a lesson in inflation 
Uh, here's one of the other things that I, one of my favorites, a bottle of Coca-Cola was five cents. Can we even, I mean, we can't even imagine that. A nickel, nickel for a bottle of cola. <laughs> Man. Um, now, it'd be interesting to see you know, what what the average person make back then, too. Right. That's not, probably not on your list, is it? No, no I don't it's have those not. numbers in front of me. But but again, you're right. That whole different world. So we, were, we, we make more today. Things cost more today. The inflation rate in 1960, Philip, was about 1.14%. So pretty low with inflation. But, but even when it was low, let's talk a little bit about how the price of things double over time because it's really tempting to say, okay, the house of a home in 1960 uh, was about $16,000. You double that. And then a lot of times your temptation, Philip, is to just take that original amount and, and continue doubling that. But you have to double the bigger amount. That's what we have to think about when we're talking about planning for what things will cost in the future, right? You, you have to double it each time every 20 years. That's what we talk about with inflation. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. You do, and so so it, it escalates faster and faster because the the number gets bigger and bigger, right? right so right. It, it is one of those things that I mean, I think back to today, right? I'm in what twenty twenty two, and I think back to the turn of the century, right? In twenty two thousand, what, what <laughs> I can't were things believe in 2000? we use that phrase, turn of the century, yeah, for the year two thousand. I, 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 I don't know that I've used it very often, You're but right. it made sense right there, right? Hey, the turn of the century. Uh, where we were scared that the computers weren't going to turn on, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Y2K. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's like, okay, you know, what did stuff cost back then? And it, it's uh, because that was 20 years ago, basically. Mm-hmm. So it, it is it's a, it's a huge step, and we forget what inflation does to us because, you know, if we, if we prior to 2021, right, what had our inflation been? I mean, it had been nothing hardly Pretty low. the last yeah. 10 years, right? So we get lulled into this expectation of things staying the same, a little up here, a little up there, but nothing huge. Well, 2021 was a big eye opener, right? So we had some huge inflation numbers that are continuing into 2022. And it just shows us that much more that how prepared we need to be and how much credence we need to give to inflation because Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know how long this is going to go on. And if it lowers itself down, when's the next time we're going to see this big spike again? Right. I mean, those are some concerns that are legitimate concerns for folks that are retired or are fixing to be retired. This is a fun overview of, of what was going on in the world in 1960. And Philip, anybody born that year is now obviously over 60 years old, so they need to be thinking about retirement planning. So what is your top advice, Philip, for those folks who, who like you, don't know a world without the Flintstones? <laughs> they were born <laughs> in or around 1960. You know, Jenna, I would say that if you are... You know, again, if you're five years out from retirement, it is so important that you start planning now and even start taking some steps to make sure that you're monitoring the risk you have in your current portfolio and making sure that you're taking some risk off the table. Because here's the one thing that I saw, me personally saw, in the two major bear markets that we've seen in this uh, since the turn of the century. And that is it it took about four to six years for somebody to get back to even from where they started, if they had a well-rounded portfolio. 
Now, if you're all tech, well, you, you know, you may never come back. Hmm. But but the average person that had a well-rounded portfolio, if they weathered the drop in the market, it took them four to six years to get back to even. So think about that. If you are five years out from retirement and we are heading into a bear market now, what is that going to do to your 401k, to your IRAs? What's it going to do to your retirement accounts? And how can you position yourself to be ready to retire in five to seven years? That's the question. Give us a call, 863-285-3815, and let me spend 30 minutes helping you get the answers. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Folks, if you are five, especially if you're five years out from retirement or less, or you have been retired for 10 years or less, it is vitally important that you have a conversation with somebody that understands distribution planning. Give us a call and let's schedule a 30 minute phone consultation. 863-285-3815. Don't miss this chance for your free 30 minute phone call. 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. That's all the time we have for this week. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you then. your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.